How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. This is the bright, cooling voice of your local announcer as we make our way one by one and find the most enjoyable routes to the best food around New Orleans, a pretty good city to be looking for good food in, and inviting you to join us to uh, get into that search, and uh, we can see what we can find. 260-6368 is our telephone number, and that's it. That's the whole phone number, so we'll get you that right away. 260-6368. Yesterday, we had an unusually interesting program. Uh, people were coming back with all sorts of things, and uh, we, we really had a great time. And no question about it, the reason for that is the presence of Marianne. And she just is walking away now. Now, it's showbiz time. Okay, okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, we had a great time about all kinds of stuff. There was a lot of stuff going on last night, too. Uh, one of them was a, uh, just a, a big showpiece for Galator, Galator's uh, 33. That's the other name of their secondary restaurant i think you'd have to cry uh, call it that although it's not secondary in the sense of it being you know nothing uh it's a pretty good place they are focusing on steaks and cocktails more than anything else but they are there all the time and yesterday they did this program for uh, uh, an assortment of people who are professionals in the business uh people who are in the uh tourism business for one thing PR. media pr uh and also their regular customers too there were a bunch of those there last night that well, i knew they were there for and, business but, they were there as regular customers yeah so well you know that's, that's what they were hoping to find anyway uh we went over there and were part of that and you know it took me some while to find out but they had four tables each one of which had four different things and one more jump, there was four of everything. So they every table had a 16-course dinner. And uh, that was really beyond anything uh, that I would eat in one day. But a lot of people were going through the whole thing uh, and having the lobster and the steak and uh, just about everything else. That was uh, You're shaking your head as if something is amiss. No, I'm shaking the bangs out of my eyes. 
There are bangs in your eyes? Uh-huh. <laughs> Come to think of it, that's true, aren't they? That's your trademark, in fact. I don't know. You don't think so? I don't know. I don't. I didn't know I had a trademark, but I'm so flattered to have a trademark. Are you? Hmm. You know, I used to have a trademark. Yeah, and what was it? A Dr. Pepper bottle or what? No, it's a really disgusting story. Oh, do I really want to hear it, or shall we? You know, it's, shall it's I protect our listeners? It's disgusting, though. Fascinating and disgusting very yeah, rarely I come together. A, I had a birthmark, a brown birthmark. A birth? About the size of um, smaller than uh, a dime. Smaller mm-hmm. than a. Yeah. Maybe about a quarter inch in diameter. Yeah. But it was round. Yeah. And it was on my right leg. And I mm. had it for probably 40 years. And it was my trademark. Oh. And I was proud of it. You're my, entitled to I that. I was proud of it. And then one day, it looked a little bit different than it did before. Uh-oh. So I went to the doctor, and he said, well, just to be on the safe side, we should remove it. So he pretty much gouged. They don't have a big scar mm. there. But what he found when he went in was a cactus needle that I didn't even know was in there. <laughs> <laughs> I had that happen to a piece of wood. I mean, uh, like a two-inch wood. cactus needle. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. That, uh, From the st- cactus outside. Well, or either of the two that we have outside. Both there's of which, a lot of them out there's there. There's a lot of them out there. But That's all my fault. You know, I put them there. I thought that was a good idea. It's not a good idea. You know, you have a lot of things like that that you think are good ideas, which are actually terrible ideas. It took me about 10 years to figure out how terrible they were. Well, I'll I'll help you pull it out. And I thought last night was super party. Fabulous. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the place was filled with people, a lot of whom I knew pretty well. A lot of people who I've heard of, and then finally there were there were a lot of folks who uh, you know I I had no reason to know and I didn't know some, but but we still had a good party. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I don't go to those two things, uh, those two sorts of things much anymore. I used to mm-hmm. back when I was a you know a, a young vibrant whatever man. something like that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but the vibrations have really gone away. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it was. Fantastic. It yeah. was fantastic. It was uh, a Wait. really, it's a gorgeous place. Want to look over the menu? I a think gorgeous, I still have it here. A gorgeous, gorgeous place. You brought a menu home? That was smart I, of you. I think I, uh, up until I wrote about it earlier today. Anyway, I, it was, um, it's a beautiful place. Have a great happy hour. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was ashamed when the maitre d' said how few times we had been in there. Because we have to go back. Because I love that place. Yeah, he had it counted. He told us. Mm. He had a good memory. No kidding. Anyway, it was uh, it was really fun. The food was fantastic. And uh, it was just a really enjoyable evening. We met this adorable couple. And we hung with them all night. And they were millennials, do you think? Or they were a, not millennials. Not they were millennials. Gen oh, oh. Xers. Gen I mean, Xers. Gen Z. Gen, Gen Z. D. No. Gen Z as in end of the alphabet. Gen Z. Gen Z. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I've decided <laughs> is that a good thing to be? 40-year-olds are my target market. Who? 40-year-olds. 40-year-old people. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. I, 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 I mesh well with them. Yeah? Yes. 
What good does this done you? <laughs> <laughs> well, I've had a good time. <laughs> uh, that's close enough for me. Anyway, 260-6368 is the number. If you would like to chat with us, we had lobster last night, which is not a favorite of mine. No, mine, mine neither, and, and especially not good, that kind. Though. You that like was, it? Was that that was the Caribbean lobster? Was it? Pretty much, yeah, yeah. It was? Spiny lobster, they call. Is that what it's called? Uh huh. Well, you know what? Maybe I like that better than Maine lobster because I Could found be. it a little bit less chewy. Wasn't the the one I had did and, not meet that guy? And um, I liked the sauce that was baked into it. I thought it was really good. I was very sad about the steak. Why? What what kind did you get? Well, it was all the bone-in fillet. Uh-huh. And it was all mooing when it came to the table. Mm. And I just mm. can't eat. You can't that rare meat. So oh. it was really good looking and I just really wanted to eat it but I just could take the edges off of it. Well, it was made the way I like it. I know. So I I like that pretty and that, well. And that's the way that you quote should eat meat and that's how they fixed <laughs> it. And so I didn't want to look, you know, like I didn't want to look like a diva to take a piece of communal steak and send it back mm. for me. So I just ate the lobster. But it was good. The salad was Oh, my gosh. I loved that salad, and I don't even like frisee. Anyway, it was a fun, fun evening. Um, the point of the party was that Galatoire's 33 Bar and Steak is now on Instagram, which I'm sure all of your listeners will be delighted to hear. Yeah, Instagram. What is that? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. And if you wanted to look up their Instagram, it's at it's at Galatoire's 33. Mm-hmm. And that's all we have to report on that. What do you do? I went to, I had more beef today. Yeah? I just came from a meeting. Oh. By the way, I came from a meeting. Mm-hmm. I'm going to use this platform to solicit. A platform to solicit. <laughs> yes, uh, I came from a meeting about my a children's show. What? The children's show, which I've been working on. Mm-hmm. And the pilot is now complete. Oh, and good. it was a meeting about selling the show. Yeah. And um, what was what came out of the meeting was that I need a lot more money. So what else is new? <laughs> so there was someone who actually had heard about the kids' show on this show. You were mentioning it back in December, and um, wanted to invest in it. So if you're still out there, I don't have your name anymore. Get a hold of Tom at tom at nomenu.com. It is a worthwhile endeavor. That's it, all I have. It's a say. cute little uh, story. Yeah. And it's, I'm in it, too. It's so a that... great pilot. I was very surprised to hear our son and his wife, who are, you know, not, well, anyway, they were very impressed. He said, Mom, I've seen a lot of pilots that have become something, and they didn't look half as good as that. Mm-hmm. So it is a worthwhile endeavor if you have money that you would like to invest. Two six zero six three six eight is the number, and uh, so I, went, I was at Pat. I was at Gallagher five twenty seven today for that meeting. Gallagher five twenty seven is one of three places called Gallagher's Grill. I think is what there's it's Gallagher's Grill. There's Gallagher's on. There's the one in front. Slide L. Is it Front Street? And then is that Front Street. Front Street. Uh, I don't know. It's Gallagher's. I don't think so. I, I think they're on twenty first. Front. I think they're on twenty first. And then. Um, no. And then there's uh, Gallagher's Grill. Okay. Gallagher's Grill is the original. Anyway, I had a burger. I'm sorry to report mm. 
boring burger. Well, they they wouldn't sell it to you if they weren't happy about your Actually, buying it. Actually, the lunch menu looked really good. It the always has to me. Really I I think he's terrific. Yeah. This is uh. Yeah, I was with a guy who does syndication, and the girl that works for him, who had just moved here from Texas, about ten months ago, and um, she said that she loves the food, and didn't even know how food could taste until she moved here. <laughs> well, there you go. You know, that's that's something that's not that's been said more than a few times. Yeah, so. and she practically licked the plate. It was uh, she got like a grilled fish amandine with, you know, a Gallagher sauce on it. And it was really mm-hmm. good. But also there was a wedge salad with some steak tips, which was really good. Steak tips? Had. Yeah, I thought about getting the um the uh it's some kind of grill. It was it was like kebab. Maybe hamachi? No, that's that's tuna, right? That's hibachi? Tuna. No, hamachi is hibachi. Raw tuna or something. I, I don't no, anyway, that's not the word. That's but I can't remember what the word of, is. So it was some kind of Asian grill, and I didn't get that. No, it was not Asian. It was like Mediterranean. I didn't get it. I, I got what I went. I defaulted to my usual boring burger. <laughs> but then you uh, you you behold it, and you uh, get good. all excited good. about it. That was good. I love it. I love burgers. That's why well, I always then. get them. Anyway, two six zero six three six eight. Too damn much burgs. It, what? Too many burgers around here. Okay. What? I'm sorry. What? I don't think that's for you to decide, Tom. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Two six zero two six three six eight. I'm seeing that in my sleep. I'm practically like an automaton, just spitting out numbers. All right. So let's see. What else do we have? What else was in the news today? Uh. You know, I'm I'm still recovering from the event last night. It was, it wasn't you know knock you on your feet kind of. I uh, thought it was thing. great. It was very nice and a lot of lot of great people and. Um, I thought it was and, really, but the, really great. Uh, but the food I thought was was interesting because it it had an old style time French cafe that you don't really see often anymore. At least not to, to the extent that they were doing it. And it had a steakhouse feel. What are you talking it about? It does have a steakhouse feel. Well, that's, a steakhouse and an old French cafe are completely different. Things. Well, in, in some ways they are. If you would have the old-fashioned kind, you would have the foie gras, and then the other one you would have the maybe you might get the hard-boiled uh, you know eggs. I didn't talk about this because we got so busy on Caviar. the show. But, but yeah. um, yesterday for lunch, I went in a to a four-day-old restaurant. I know you love that. Uh, well, at least I know who it is now. Uh, no, 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 no. That's no? not who it is. That's not who it is. No. But um, I went to in Lakeview. I went to um, LJ's, which is the place that has replaced Mondo. <clears throat> oh, they they put that in there already. That was moving quick. Yeah. Well, it wasn't a very ambitious redo. No, it wasn't. It was a strictly cosmetic redo. I find yeah. this a very interesting place, and I don't know Mondo. I mean, what the Mondo future holds. Mm. But what I does know, the future hold? I have no idea. I do have a crystal ball, but that's only for Mary Lee's business. Oh. So, <laughs> <laughs> so um, mm-hmm. I, uh, I don't, I don't 
understand it. I know. Oh, wait. Is Doug saying it's time to go to a break? Let's go to a break. I, I think he uh, Let's is. Let's go to a break. 260. I'll, I'll talk about LJs when we come back. 260-6368. You're listening to WWL 105.3 FM HD2. Thank you. Don't ask me, I won't dance. Don't ask me, I won't dance, madam, with you. you do you dance? I've no, I can't remember if I've ever, if you and I have ever danced together. I do dance. Yeah. I don't and dance the, with you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I should have saw, I should have seen that coming. I can't believe you didn't see that coming. I, and, and at a very rapid speed. Yeah, really. And, and I walk in. You did. You set yourself mm. all up for that. Uh, today is uh, Poor Boy Day. It and is you Poor Boy are the Day. Poor Boy guy, so you should take that. First of mm. all, it's Poor Boy. I said Poor Boy. Okay, you did. You did, and thank you very much. I said Poor Boy, and you've actually managed to uh, convince one Poor Boy vendor in town. I seem to have done so. I'm trying to remember who it Parkway is. Parkway Poor Boys. Oh, well, good for them. They do, they do a great job. After all that work, after all those years, Tom, only Parkway. But you know what? Parkway's the heavy hitter, so. Well, there you go. If it's a poor boy, it's Parkway, so that was a good one to get. All right, now here is my logic about this. Okay, hit us. Uh, when the, uh, the, uh. Oh, wait, are you going to start this with your, no, your no, food just... epiphany on the poor boy? You're not going to tell us about your eight-year-old self in the bar Oh, no, room? no, that's too long a story. We'll oh, tell that okay. some other day. Okay. But the, uh, uh, what, what We've all heard it happened? already anyway. Go ahead. Yeah, huh? We've all heard it already. Okay, anyway, um, where was I? We, we didn't even poor quite boy. get to so, Poor boy. Poor boys uh, were uh, 
created because there were some conductors on the streetcars of New Orleans in the 1920s. And they were blo- they, uh, not blocking. What, what is the? They were strike. It was a strike. They were on strike. They were on strike, and there was Street a lot of strike. of there was some of some really nasty stuff that went on. There were there was a streetcar that was burned to the ground. This or is to what the, happens with strikes. Get closer to the mic. It's pretty. It was pretty bad. But uh, anyway, uh, the uh, guys who owned the uh, poor boy. Uh, restaurant. Uh, I'm sorry. The Clarence Martins. And Clarence and Lefties. Oh wait, no, no, no. Clovis. I'm sorry. Clovis. I'm sorry. The Martins. And right? the the Martins, right? Yeah, I'm getting you ahead of your. And story. they had a restaurant uh, on the corner of Turo and uh, Rampart, mm-hmm. or Saint Claude, I think was actually where it was. And uh, the Clovis, or I forget which is which, but uh, Dave uh, Benny Martin, one of the other of the two, was himself. A former uh, user car? state, uh, yeah. Uh, he was a former uh, uh, conductor on conductor. the car. Yeah. Yes. And uh, he was on their side, and to make sure that the, 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 these poor guys had no money, uh, you know, they, they didn't have the kind of uh, extra hits that uh, we have today. They couldn't afford the food. They couldn't afford the go. food or anything else. Right. So. Uh, one of one of the guys at the restaurant said, "If you have anybody who comes in who looks like one of the uh, conductors, yes. just give them this." And it was uh, uh, some French bread and some roast beef gravy and lettuce and tomatoes, and that was it. Mm-hmm. It didn't really have any. It didn't have any meat in it. Mm-hmm. Not not any. But they were real happy to get yeah, it because sure. they didn't right. have anything. Right. And uh, but uh, the uh, the Martin brothers just kept hitting that harder, and sooner or later they did uh, get it, and the uh, it was it was pretty rough. But by the time it all ended, uh, Martin's Poor Boy Restaurant was a big star. Everybody knew about it, and everybody was going there. And the word was that they invented this. That actually they had invented it. There's no nobody else who can claim mm-hmm. it r- legitimately. And so they had uh, this this uh, well, must distinctly have been big in the news. it was very, well and I'm what sure news there was, like, there was in the twenties great advertising for them. Here's where these guys are going yeah. to get their lunch, and so it was like a lot of free advertisement. Well, it it worked for them, and uh, they they just kept that phrase, uh, poor, "poor boy, boy mm-hmm. restaurant." Uh-huh. And to this day, and and this is why I say it. The, the restaurant had a, a panel up on the front of its building that said, Martin's Poor Boy. And mm-hmm. it said so in the menu as well. Mm-hmm. So if they said it, they invented it, they get the credit. So Martin's Poor Boy Restaurant. That's why it is. That's why it's not Po' Boy. Yes, and, and who would have said you Po' Boys come in? No, that won't work. Yeah, that's... Po' Boys come in and get a sandwich. No, that doesn't work. So No, it's just not right. Yeah. Anyway, when did, when did uh, 1920s. Martin's Poor Boys uh, become no more? Uh, what happened was they split up in two. The two brothers split. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Uh-huh. And one of them stayed over on Rampart Street, and the other one opened up a much larger restaurant on um, Chefman Tour Highway, going over the, the drawbridge right around right. there, and it was on the east side of it. And it was, uh, as I say, a much bigger restaurant, uh, and it 
was they served all the same specialties that Martin did at the other place, but it just was a nicer restaurant. And then they put up the the uh, the high rise bridge over the industrial canal. It. And that killed it because they were getting all their business from the people who passed in front on Chef Mentor Highway. Aww. And uh, that's what happened to them. They lasted a long time. They were open 24 hours uh, every day, and they'd make those poor boys like the, like. Did you did it last long enough for you to have one? I did go there more than a few times. Oh, you did. So it yeah, lasted it was, into the like 70s or. Uh, a little beyond that. Oh really? Yeah. Oh. Uh, uh, there were a lot of people from UNO who went there all the time. Uh, yeah, okay. and it, it was just. A, what was the name of that place near UNO, where you could go and get a gigantic beer? loaf of bread, basically filled with roast beef? I have no idea. It was. I think it might have actually been on the lakefront, but it was all the rage at UNO hmm. where people would go and get. Just this enormous sandwich, like a whole loaf of bread. Hmm. Well, there's still a little bit of that around. I mean, if you go over to Katie's, they've, well, they've got one knows. from oh, here to right. there. They do. What's that thing called again? The boat. It's called the boat. Right, something like that. And yeah. it comes, it comes through the dining room, kind of like if you would picture um, Roman. A streetcar driving no, through you. Your... Picture Roman times, with. Um, the, the emperor on one of those, you know, chairs carried by six people on their shoulders. You know what I mean? I don't know what it's called. But anyway, um, that's what the boat looks like coming through the dining room at Katie's. Sedan chair, we are just told. Thank you, yeah. Doug. Okay. Anyway, um, I don't remember the name of that place near UNO, but if you were at UNO around the 80s and you know what I'm talking about and you remember the name, I can't believe you don't, Tom. I can't believe you weren't mm. a frequenter of that place. That's where my career started. That's what I'm saying. Was at Martin, uh, I'm sorry, at uh, UNO. That's what I'm saying, I'm sure. But, uh, yeah, there was a... Uh, probably just needs to pop into your head at some point. Yeah. Anyway. Well... All right, so back to the story of the poor boys. That's it, right? So that's that's pretty much the story, okay. and that's why I continue to say it's poor boy, not po boy. Yes. And uh, what's and, your uh, favorite poor boy? Oh, a roast beef by mm-hmm. by far. If 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 it's made well, you just can't beat it. Other it, people call us two six zero six three six eight. What's your favorite poor boy? And how do people make it? in ways that you either love or you hate. There are some people who just, like, I'll give you one of my own. I don't like roast beef poor boys to be just drenched in gravy. Yes, we've heard that before. I I want, you know, I want to say it again because it's something that really takes something away from the sandwich when somebody does that. Uh, To me, in in my way of thinking. So um, uh, that's that's one. Uh, I'm looking at I think a a, a, a muffaletta, done kind of in the style of a of a poor boy, is uh, kind of similar. Don't you like a a good fried oyster poor boy? With love a lot it. of pickles and love it, love mayo? it, love it. Yeah, yeah. You know, favorite my favorite food is oysters, and so there they are. Yeah, so I could mm. I would imagine that you would really find that very pleasing as well. Um, the uh, the, the Clarence and Lefty story, mm-hmm. you say that you that was your first. We were talking about epiphanies and food, and mm-hmm. we got nothing on it. I don't expect to get anything else on it this Oh, time. you never but know. I don't have a recollection of when I had my first poor boy. No? It was probably my father's. 
Maybe. I mean, I, I would guess that probably was a, he was making poor boys in the kitchen, and that was my first poor boy. But I don't have a, hmm. a firm recollection of that at all. And you know what's funny? I love, we could sure use it. Let's I hear it. love roast beef poor boys. Mm-hmm. I do. They're and delicious. I never eat them. Well, they, they're big. I don't and, know what it is. And I, I eat just, pretty I in a pretty um, robust I, sort of way. And believe me, I have a I have half a sandwich left over every no, time I go. You don't I eat in a robust sort of way. You eat like a 95 year old man. But you used to eat more. Excuse food. me. You used to eat more <laughs> food, but um, a poor boy is is a is a large sandwich. Yes, and they're making them much larger than they need to be so that they can get what 18 dollars. What is a poor boy going for now? Does anybody know? I mean, I'm sure there are people. Who uh, them a lot the more ones than we that do. I think are near the top of the rank are about eleven to fifteen dollars. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Oh, that's not as bad as I thought. No, they're not bad at all. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Well, I don't remember my first poor boy, and I don't. You know what I've decided? I don't really like French bread anymore. No. Yeah, French yeah. bread has crossed over into that empty calorie universe. Like I would never go to the supermarket and buy anything from the bakery and so now in my you know goofy little brain um french bread has crossed into that territory and and i and i guess that's why i don't eat i don't eat poor boys well the problem has been the bread for in recent years. That's what I'm saying. Oh, the, so it's not just my imagination. No, I it's just no, my no. imagination because no. it seems to have nothing to it. Well, it, and the, I, the bread I find it is, to be very uninteresting. The, it, the bread has a textual problem. Yes. And yes. and you 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 squeeze it a little bit and it's kind of like a little on the cold side, which it shouldn't be. And it it also just kind of like, it's like compresses. French, it's like the French bread version of white bread. You know how it's, it smashes yeah. and then it doesn't come yeah. back up. I think that's a, a, a kind of a. There's nothing to it. That's my problem. That's with that. It. I might be overstating it a little bit, but I agree with you. Oh, good. Okay. Uh, because the. Because I thought maybe it was just my imagination. It's not. No, no, okay. it's for real. Well, uh, well, what do you think has changed? Why do you think French well, bread manufacturers are putting out a the, product the, that's less the than the best it was? way I could describe it is to go to a place that does it well, still does it well. Like for example, of all places, this this seems like uh, uh, unusual that this should even have poor boys. Uh, and every time I try to think yeah. of it, I can. It's uh, uh, um, Martin. No. Um, give me a hint. Dean Martin. Dean. Place. Uh, Dean. Give me. Why don't you give me Martin Wine Cellar? Martin. No, you're close. It's. Why don't you give me like a little hint? Like where is it? Yeah. Where is it? There are several My locations. Life is a game show. There's a couple of them on the West Bank, but the one that I go oh, to Demartinos. most. Oh, Demartinos. 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 Well, that's not the same kind of bread, though. That's like an Italian bread. Whatever it is, it's perfect. Well, I know you love it. But it's that's what I'm just saying. perfect. This is what I'm saying. This is what I'm talking about when I talk about burgers. I don't mm. like brioche. It's an inferior bread to hold up to a sandwich like that, and that's the way I feel about. French bread and roast beef, poor boys. But DiMartino's is an Italian loaf, which has a lot more. What's the inside? Is that called the crumb or is the outside That's called the, the crumb? crumb? Yeah. The crumb is the more inside. The, I don't know. I, I wanted to, to get pretty pretty crispy yeah. on the outside. The crumb is the inside. The crust is the outside. Right. Crumb and crust. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the crumb on the inside is much denser 
and it holds up more to the sandwich. And that's my problem with Four Boys now. I don't think the bread holds up anymore. Oh, I, I, I don't know how you would not like this one. No, no, I'm it's, saying. I'm it's sure I really would. Good. I'm sure I would. Two six zero six three six eight is the that's number. Us. It is time for a break, and we will come back after more of these it. messages. You're listening to WWL 105.3 FM HD2. Oh, it's the food show. Wake up. It's the food show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. We are with uh, Marianne, who is... I was dazzled uh, by Tom's Who, almanac. without whom we would not be able to exist. And she is here picking up scripts. Of some th- uh, of our today's... No, I was uh, riveted by your almanac, which we didn't read all the way through with no. the poor boys. You were talking about different kinds of poor boys, and one of the things... You mentioned was a liver and hogshead. Look, wait, liver oh. <laughs> cheese and hogshead cheese. Have you ever heard of Bill Calder? Of course, I Bill, worked with Bill Calder. Did you? For a okay. While. Bill Calder had a guy on the air once. He was. It was a talk show, of course. And uh, there was this weird 
guy. I can see who, how you and Bill Calder could be really. We good even friends. had we even had the same birthday. Is that right? Yeah, I could February sixth. You're like he he, he, he has a, a, an coin. unusual style of he humor. He was unusual. <laughs> yes, he was. Anyway, he was talking to this guy who was uh, just crazy, and and the the guy wanted to tell Bill something, and Bill just took it all in and said, "What in the world is this?" and Finally, he says, I, you know, I want to get a poor boy. I, I want it. Let's see. I tell, let me tell you the best poor boy you can have. You can have a liver cheese and, and uh, uh, hoghead cheese. Hoghead cheese. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I thought, that is the vilest combination I've ever well, heard. I love hoghead cheese. But well, I do too. Not so but much. the liver cheese, I mean, the two things do not is go together. Is liver cheese still being made, do you think? Sure. Oh, yeah. Really? Liver cheese? Liver yeah, cheese. Some people Wait, is that the love stuff it. that has like a white crust? Yeah, oh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Uh. it's not not one of the mo- the big grabbers. Yeah. But anyway, uh, this old this this weird guy uh, yeah. said that, well, it was a lot of and that. Bill said, "Hmm," and and he he reacted to it in his usual way, and yeah. it was, yeah, I, I was laughing for the next hour. Wow. Uh, so, uh, but that that's that's what it was. It was that's the Bill Calder, all right. Uh huh. Anyway, um, you also mentioned your your fried oyster poor boy, and I wasn't exactly sure of the recipe that you like, but yes, it is butter, crystal hot sauce, mm-hmm. and pickles. What is this? The way you eat it, an oyster poor boy. Oh, yeah. Very well. I don't with oysters. I don't want to stuff it with all kinds of stuff. Speaking of stuffing and speaking of poor boys, I remember when your beloved Paul Prudhomme hit the scene and yeah. he was doing a, um, I think it was, gar- no, it wasn't garlic butter, or maybe it was garlic butter. He would hollow out a poor boy loaf mm-hmm. and he would fill it with garlic butter mm-hmm. and then tartar sauce. And, and and believe it or not, stuff it with fried oysters. Yeah, well, this was something he did uh, at one of the rare times when he was running a restaurant uh, for lunch. No, he had it upstairs. You well, they, he had it upstairs? they that was being that was it. But the, yes. what you were getting there was a lunch menu. It was a, a lot different well, from I'll what. Tell you. Yes, you're right. From what he what had was downstairs, it, it had a it had another name. I don't know, but it one was of them. It Paul's, and then it had another name for upstairs. There, yeah, it was it was something. I, something different, but the same. Yeah, yeah. I remember that because I had just started in the business, and he was just coming on the scene locally, and I remember having him on the show, and he came up the stairs, with people from the restaurant holding boxes of things and among them was this stuffed fried oyster poor boy and I remember everyone who worked downstairs following them up the stairs into the studio to eat the contents of those boxes well the 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 variety of those things was really amazing one of uh, one of the ones that i thought was just really fantastic was a, a uh, oysters bienville poor boy this is one of the things he was doing back then i have no doubt that he was uh-huh. and you would he would do them just like you would get uh from arnos or antoines 
Uh, well, oysters. Michelle is kind of an essential component of that. How could that be a poor boy? Well, you would put the put the, uh, the oysters. No, you put the uh, bread down. Yeah. Preferably toasted a little bit, and then you put the poor boys. Uh, you put the uh, oysters. oysters already fried, and then you put the oyster the. Uh, Bienville stuff? Uh, oysters Bienville on top of that, uh-huh. and then stuck the whole thing in the oven, which is how you do Oysters Bienville to begin with. And it was a really an outrageously well, good thing. Really? But, because the oysters, I would think, wouldn't be cooked enough, which would be kind of disgusting. Can you imagine having a raw oyster pulled boy? You know what? I'm, I'm sorry for saying that. I wish we could reel that back. That's too disgusting. A raw oyster poor boy. Ugh. Well, it was, uh, no, that, that wouldn't be right. No, of course no, not. No. Of course not. Anyway, two six zero six three six eight. Tom, are you looking to do a little cheat sheet from your almanac to another page? Because I stole it. If oh. you're looking for it. Okay, I can always look for it so over we're here. We're going to move on to kumquats. 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 Oh, this kumquats. is. Uh, we may be a little early for that. Well, according what? to your almanac, it well, says maybe that, it needs a revision. Um, no, it's just part of the edible dictionary. It says uh, kumquats are a citrus fruit, small orange. Typical kumquat is oval in shape, about an inch wide and an inch and a half long. Some vari- some varieties are round. They all seem to date come from Southeast Asia, and records of their cultivation go back to the 1100s. They've been popular throughout the Far East for at least 700 years. They grow on bushes that resemble other citrus trees in the shape of their leaves and flowers. They are less sensitive to freezing than almost any other citrus, surviving temperatures of 15 degrees. The skin is sweeter and plump more bitter than most fruits. That's why I like mm-hmm. it. Yeah, you, you make things out of it as opposed to actually eating them or whatever. I don't know. I like to eat them, too. And the oils are particularly fragrant, so they're good in cocktails. Other than eating them whole, kumquats can also be preserved. It is a friendly little fruit that lacks a large fan club. I don't know. I think if people try kumquats, they like them. Now, what's the difference in kumquats and um, Japanese plums? Oh, I don't know. I don't think Japanese plums are are citrus fruits. What is that that's growing in the backyard uh, of the other house? That's it. Uh, The... The is Japanese, it Japanese plums? yeah, people grow those all over the place. Most they grow notably, in clusters, right? In clusters, but most notably, uh, in the neutral grounds of fairly good-sized roads. Really? Yeah, it'll be right in the neutral ground. They they're very prolific. I'll say that because uh, the the at tree the, at, at the other house this has in the next a lot of little babies. The next three or four uh, months. In the early spring. In the early spring. Yeah. Really? Uh huh. Well, anyway, I love them, and they don't last very long. Once you pick them, you've got like two like days. Like satsumas. Like two days, yeah. No, no, satsumas seem to last a little bit longer than that. Are these satsumas out here going to be uh, ready anytime what, soon? What, at the Cool Water Ranch? Yeah. Uh, we have nine of them. Really? That's kind of like yeah, a Yeah, that's, that's a record for us. Yes, it is. Yeah. And uh, I... They, they still have a little while to go. Okay, so. well, you said Thanksgiving. That's when you usually see them. Thanksgiving, right? yeah. Thanksgiving till Christmas. Until, uh, Are you making your Satsuma cheesecake for yes. Thanksgiving? Yeah, I always do. Yeah. Everybody loves that. Yeah. I'm hoping that they're ripe by the time we get to them. We, I have them. They're, they're still pretty much green. 
Now, does the fact that you're going to change your program at Manresa mean that you're not going to have any satsumas? Do you get your satsumas it, it, it could on your be. walk? They have satsumas. They have a couple of trees that still have satsumas on them. They on also the property there uh, at Manresa, uh -huh. along with some just re regular old um, Is oranges. Is that long walk? Uh, no, I don't, because okay. that would be taking stuff off of somebody else's land. Uh -huh. I probably, if I ask them, they would probably let me do it. Either uh -huh. that or they run me out screaming. Yeah, maybe something like but that. But the, uh, that's the time of year for that. Uh, but they're mostly gone by the time I get there, and I'm running uh, late this year. Mm -hmm. It's just the way the calendar okay. yeah. pops out. All right. 260 today is Independence Day for Valencia. 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 That's my other cat. Yes. He's a speedster. Yes, he's you, a maniac. You, you, you just, it's unbelievable how fast that cat can run. He's bizarro. It's just, a, I don't know how he yeah. does it. Yeah. Anyway, Valencia in Spain in 1237 on this day, James I drove the Moors out of the capital city. And Valencia is the homeland of Paella. What a great place. Totally underrated by most people. Remember when we were in Valencia and they had those paella places everywhere? Do you remember yeah. getting that paella to go in the little paella <laughs> I do, <laughs> to man. my great chagrin. Why? You well, no, we, it, we, it was just kind of goofy. No, it was cute. I thought well, it was a no. There was, was a, a line of paella pan. Uh, there was a line of thinking. I can't remember whether it was yours or not, but uh, we were spending too much time in Valencia, and uh, everybody wanted to know. Wanted to go to uh, um, oh darn it, what's Barcelona? The, Barcelona. Who said there was too much time in Valencia? I've, I I'm, loved Valencia. I think I, I've forgotten. It's probably you. But anyway, it probably was. Yeah. What a jerk. Two six zero six three six eight <laughs> is the number. I'm going to finish this if I can. Oh, uh -huh. If I can click on it, but I don't actually need that. I have this piece of paper. The here gourmet too. gazetteer. Yeah, I have this piece of paper, mm -hmm. and I can finish it that way. What do we have to uh, look at in today's uh, uh, look at things to be looked at? Yeah, something like that. You know, this is actually a huge. I didn't even try to do this that. It's actually one. a huge almanac today. I mean, there's, it's not, a, much, a lot there's of, not much in it. A but lot of stuff. It yeah. looks like a big almanac. In case you're wondering, what 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 are they talking about? Every day I publish a newsletter. A cheat sheet. And uh, there's one uh, part of it that I have a, a bunch of little pieces of uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Great. Uh, <laughs> it's. It's, uh, I'm reading the rest of that. It's funny. Mm -hmm. When you talk about Valencia, that camp or that that little club uptown. Anyway, we won't we mm -hmm. won't go into that. Today is the birthday of Bobby Flay. To hell with him. Oh, he I doesn't know you, like I know New you, Orleans. Well, I know, and that means that you don't like him. But um, you know, he looks. He's been he's been looking good lately. He must yeah. have had something done. But anyway, he's uh, in 1964. Uh, Bobby Flay was born today oh well congratulations yeah. to him he's got a gazillion shows on the food Network. it certainly seems that way yeah um and i think i think they're pretty good i don't really i don't you know what's kind of interesting about him he's not actually likable <laughs> i mean he's not i know where you're coming he's from. he's not actually likable but he's very successful so i don't understand yeah. that well there's something to be said about it it's he can't be doing everything wrong well no clearly not but also wasn't he around when the food network started 
Because uh, if, if he's been around for that long, then, um, you know, it's sort of like you're grandfathered in, you know. Maybe. I don't know. I, I, I have not ever watched a lot of uh, food, network food, TV. food Network. It's not on when I can watch it. Well, you know what what I think has made the Food Network as popular as it is? It goes back to, first of all, when it started, I remember what Collins said about it. He said it was television that he could watch with his little girl. Mm. And you know what? There was a big demand for that, and there's still a big demand for that, and so that it's kind of inoffensive television. It's the kind of television that you can have playing in a restaurant, and mm-hmm. nobody's going to get upset. Yeah, and I wish there were more of those things, because how long do you go watching football? I know a lot well, of people could go on a long, there, long, there long, long. There are actually a lot of people that could go on a long time. Now, Tom, explain this one, the scientific one right there. Read, read that one. Which? Uh, right there by my side. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's uh, food in it's science. About, yeah, it's a scientific thing. You know those n- tendrils of liquid that climb up the side of, am I, am I doing something wrong? Closer to the mic. All right. Uh, let's see. Do you know those te- tendrils of liquid that climb up the side of your wine glass or brandy snifter? We call them legs. But Johann Andreas von Senior, a, a German physicist who was born today in 1704, called the effect a meniscus. A lot of people will know what a meniscus is for a variety of reasons. Because they got it replaced? Could be. <laughs> Uh, caused by surface tension in the liquid. Surface tension allows a bug to walk on the water and for the little beads of bread to roll across the surface of a bowl of water when dribbled. It can force many liquids to climb solid barriers. In, uh, far up, in the case of uh, some of our alcoholic beverages, the lengths of the legs in wine, by the way, uh, almost has no meaning whatsoever. People will look at a glass of wine and they say, oh, look, it's got good legs. Means zip. I don't even know Nothing. what you're talking about. Okay, imagine this. You've got a, you have a, a, a glass of wine in your hand. Yeah. All right. I don't you're have hold- those too often. That's probably why I don't know what you're, you're talking You're holding about. it uh, the proper yeah, way. Yeah, I, I had one in my hand do, last night. So do ahead. we have one in? It's okay. Uh, I had one in okay. my hand last night. Go so, um, and you're holding it. Yeah. And you're not grasping the bowl of the... Of the right, because yeah. you hold the stem. It's going up on the stem. Yeah. And you hold it and you look at it, and you might see these little streams, very little, move their way down on the inside of the glass. Uh, in the, on the inside. Yeah, on I've the inside. That. Okay, yeah, I have seen that. Okay. And, and it's doing it all by itself with yeah. no stirring or anything. Right. And those are called the legs. But it seems like the kind of thing like, man, this has some great legs. It must be great. It is worthless. Yeah, why, why would that <laughs> None, matter? Uh, well, you, you in wines, especially if you're really it's into wine. Just a bunch wine, of snooty wine people making up stuff. Yeah, you're, you're <laughs> looking at it. Gosh, what can this? What, what can I say about uh-huh. this to make it seem like okay. uh, this is really right, hot so stuff? That makes no difference. All right, and so what yeah. this, this physicist guy said, what's the point of that piece? The physicist guy said it was... Nonsense or what? Um, well, yeah, because uh, well, that was what the meniscus was. Now that you've well, pushed no, me th- off the edge, now we know. <laughs> anyway, uh, it has no. Okay, so that was it. So that was the end of that. Mm-hmm. Right. That, just, that was the end just of that. Wondering about that. It's okay. like there's another thing that uh, people give attention to that doesn't deserve it, and that is 
Um, let's see if I can remember it, because I was just well, thinking about it today. While you're thinking about it, I want to uh-huh. go back to paella. Okay, paella. If you wanted to get a really great paella in town, where would you go? Is there such a thing as a really mm. great paella? And where has anyone had a really great we, paella? Over the years, we have had many uh, places that specialize in Spanish food, but they never stay around a long time. Who they, was doing it? Chris at La Provence was doing it. Chris the was at La Provence. He, he was Chris definitely was doing, paella, doing it. Right? For yeah. He had a big old paella. He had, he had a, a, yeah. a burner like that was huge. Yeah. And, and, and a giant pan. Yeah. Giant pan. He used to go to the... Uh, the, events the, and stuff and do yeah it all well specifically the there was that charity for kids uh, uh-huh. thing that he did every year uh-huh. and uh, that was that was really something but there were uh, lots of lots of uh, other places have over the years like there was a restaurant uh, called oh, I think I know what you're talking about it's, uh, it was in Metairie and then it moved right? no it was in uh, it's kind of like where the, the Times-Picayune has been there's blown a guy, down. There's a guy that was doing paella. It was a Spanish restaurant, and it was really kind of, it was kind of like him-centric. It was kind of Could really be. focused on him. Yeah. It was uh, a rather flamboyant person. Uh, you know, there's one that's still there. A bar, the, the name of the place actually is Barcelona. Barcelona and it's, it's around, kind of. I think that's the guy. I think it is, too. It's around the corner from uh, the Camellia Grill. But wasn't it at one time in Metairie in the place where Cyprus is now? I want to say that that's where it was. It was a place mm. in Metairie, and then he closed and he moved someplace else. Well, if in Metairie. I believe it was in Metairie. I think he started in Metairie. And he was a very, he's very flamboyant. Well, that could be. Very uh, strong personality you pay attention to him uh, does anybody know who we're talking about uh he was i think from spain actually. Uh, i i think he was and there were several is he still, of them. is he still operating is barcelona tapas still there uh yeah i think so yeah okay. i haven't so been there in a long very, time i'm trying um, to see what his name is let's too. see there's a there, there was one that was had, had operated in old jefferson there were a couple at one time I think weren't there? Yeah, there were. There was, have been there was several. Kind of a run of it for and then, a while there. And then they'd close. It, yeah. it, they'd never lasted long. Well, because we have jambalaya. Maybe that's it. And we don't really need uh, um, paella. What makes a good paella? Uh, you uh, you have a variety of things that you can. It's uh, it's meats and shellfish, right? Uh, uh, shellfish rarely. Really? Yeah. Well, what's in it, generally speaking? Uh, meats. I think, mo- I think shellfish is a huge part of paella. Could Tom. be. I think shrimp and um, all the places and fish are are definitely part of paella. We have uh, a restaurant that has all of this going on right now, though. It's uh, on now- Dublin Street. Barcelona Tapas is on oh, Dublin Street. Okay. The one I'm trying to to bring forth is. Uh, no, I can't remember it. It was a uh, right. Um, well, it, 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 I, as long as there is one still here, because I think that there it, was yeah. one, and I was just trying to figure out if it was still around. It was uh, um, a block away from the upper line. It was in uh, a restaurant that has been many, many things over the years, and uh, they are doing a, a multi 
Spanish kind of menu going there, and it's pretty good. Oh, I, I think I know what you're talking about. All right, so yeah, that, in a paella recipe, there's saffron for sure. That's critical. Chicken broth, shrimp. See, I think shrimp yeah, there you in go. every paella. Chicken, chorizo. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Well, not all cheese. Will, a lot cho- of tomato, too. It's not all the same. A lot of tomato. Yeah. Well, we'll right. explore some of this when we come back from the news, which we're and about to go away from. I have a story about LJ's. I want to do well, that when we come back. Well, refine it, we and back. then we'll have it. Yeah, we'll do it when we come back. Stay tuned. More of the food show. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.